Jews were insiders, the chosen race, the people of God. Israel was a light to the nations, a shining advertisement for the Lord's grace and glory. And yet, as Jesus would often say, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. His judgment involves dramatic reversals. Those on the inside are cast out, while those on the outside are brought in. So Jesus gives this shocking teaching in Matthew 8 from verse 11. Jesus says, I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown out into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and the gnashing of teeth. The old King James translation says they will be cast out into outer darkness, picking up on that, uh, the, the underlying Greek, which has that outwardness uh, doubly emphasized in this verse, cast out into outer darkness. What a shock. Jesus paints a picture of this coming feast with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob at the center. And, you know, you think so far, so typically Jewish. But then he says the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown out into outer darkness. We've studied many different biblical images of judgment in reading between the lines. We've thought about uh, fire and brimstone, we've thought about plagues of biblical proportions, we've thought of exile, we've thought of no rest for the wicked, we've thought of uh, reaping the whirlwind, and we thought of hellfire. Uh, tomorrow we'll consider weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. But here, outer darkness is one more image of hell. Think about it. No light, no warmth, no place, no belonging, no company, no hope. Shut out, sent away, driven back, closed off, groping in the gloom. As Jude would later say, for some there is reserved blackest darkness forever. And shockingly, this fate awaits the best of the best, the elect of the elect. The subjects of the kingdom. Surely you think the subjects of the kingdom have a birthright to heaven. Surely the feast is their inheritance. Yet their lot will be outer darkness. While the unenlightened, dim heathen, the strangers to God, God's words and works, they are ushered into the heart of heaven. There could not be a, a, a bigger turnaround. What would make Jesus say this? Well, the context in Matthew chapter 8 uh, is two encounters that Jesus has. First is with a leper, as we mentioned yesterday, and there the unclean person is made clean simply through coming to Jesus. And then the next thing that happens in Matthew chapter 8 is a centurion, a Roman centurion, centurion whose servant is paralyzed and suffering terribly. And the centurion simply trusts Jesus and is granted the healing. And to the crowd present here in Matthew chapter 8, these two men would have been as far from the kingdom as it was possible to be. A leper was utterly unclean. A Roman soldier was the enemy of enemies, a, a foreigner trampling down the people of God. Yet through Jesus, these two are restored, healed, honored, and affirmed. The message is clear. With Jesus, the very worst and furthest from God are brought into his arms to feast together forever. But without Jesus, the very best and nearest to God are shut out forever. So the issue is not your pedigree, your piety, or your performance. The only thing to have is Christ himself. If you don't want him, 
then you don't want the light of the world. To receive Jesus is to receive the very radiance of God's eternal light and love. To reject Jesus is to prefer darkness. And so we see the inevitability of hell. It's inevitable because where else are you going to go if you will not have Jesus? If He is life, then to reject Him must mean death. If He is love, then to reject Him must mean disconnection. If He is light, then to reject Him must mean outer darkness. Nothing could be more fair. Nothing could be more inevitable. This is why C.S. Lewis said in The Great Divorce, There are only two kinds of people in the end. Those who say to God, Thy will be done. And those to whom God says in the end, Thy will be done. All that are in hell choose it. Without that self-choice, there could be no hell. Outer darkness is an inevitable reality for those who would be Christless. But today, take heart. As Lewis continues, the alternative, Christ, is freely offered to all from East and West. Lewis writes, No soul that seriously and constantly desires joy will ever miss it. Those who seek, find. Those who knock, it is opened.